When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. How am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago and far away, and will bring you back safely. A garden flag flies in my neighbor's yard. It's a bit of fun to see the flags change each day. Hearts for Valentine's, shamrocks for St. Patrick's, and a happy holiday flag is to be expected. But there are others that show up too. A flag that says, let it snow when the winter roars in. Football team flags fly when I have no idea if there's a game going on. And the Colorado flag flies on special state holidays. The other afternoon I saw a flag I didn't know. Red ruby slippers sitting on a field of green. I had just come back from my walk and was considering what it could mean when a shadow passed over my head. I glanced up and there in the air was the ship of the yard sailors and they were docking at the top of my neighbor's house. The first teller for this episode is Laura Sims, an award-winning performer, writer, and educator. When I began my storytelling journey, Laura was one of the first storytellers I heard. She also organizes the storytelling in Central Park in New York City at the Hans Christian Andersen statue every summer. This is a story from her CD, The King of Togo Togo, and is the tale Mink and Otter. In the earliest times, before the earth took the shape it has today, there was light both day and night. And in those days, Mink and Weasel were friends. They lived in a small house right alongside a lake. Mink was the kind of person who was contemplative. He liked to stay at home, do all the chores, and think about things. Weasel was really curious and interested in everything. He liked to go outside and look around. He never stayed home and did the housework. Sometimes before Weasel would go out, he'd take his tail, hang it on the door, and he'd say, Tail, if Mink calls for me, say, I'll be right back. One day, Weasel was out, and he saw a tall man walking across the earth with a big bundle on his back. Oh, that was interesting. So Weasel went right behind him and said, Excuse me, what's in that bundle? But the man just kept walking. Weasel thought he'd try something else. He said, Oh, you look so handsome and strong with that bundle on your back. What's inside? The man just kept walking across the earth. Weasel was getting a little impatient and irritated. He said, I think you're too old to carry a big bundle like that. Now the man stopped. He took the bundle and put it on the ground and opened it. 
Oh, there were so many little bundles inside. Weasel got all excited, jumped right in the middle of it, and opened the biggest bundle. And out came darkness. It spread over the whole world. It filled from the earth to the sky. Wow! This is incredible! Weasel opened another bundle and out flew stars. He opened another bundle and another and out came the big constellations. And the small constellations, amazing! He started opening all the bundles. There were four seasons, four kinds of rain. There was every single kind of darkness from twilight to dawn. This is really something. Oh, I'm going to go show my friend Mink. He started walking. It was so dark, he couldn't see anything. He said to that man, uh, could you put the darkness back in the bag for a few minutes till I get my friend Mink? There was no answer. The tall man was gone. Well, Weasel just thought he'd, he'd just find his way, but it was so dark. He kept sliding into the mud, falling into the river. Sometimes he'd just hop right over a stone and fall flat on his face. He was walking around and around. He was lost for hours in the dark. Mink was at home. He was contemplative, and he knew everything that was happening to Weasel. He thought he'd just let his friend run around for a while. After some time, Mink went outside. He stood facing east. He took out a flint knife, and Mink cut a hole in the dark, and in poured the light. It spread everywhere. It filled the whole world from the earth to the sky. Since that time, there's been light and dark. And you know how long winter nights are? If Weasel hadn't have run around for so many hours, the nights in winter would have been shorter. Today's fairy tale sponsor is Red Shoes Dance Studio. Do you dream of dancing, of having the perfect moves when it's time to groove? Red Shoes Dance Studio has the moves and grooves to keep you dancing at any party, wedding, or crossroads hoedown you happen to go to. Learn the classic dances of the waltz, foxtrot, and swing. Kick it up with the jitterbug, the hustle, and the macarena. Learn every TikTok dance before it comes out. Red Shoes Dance Studio has the shoes and the dances to help you trip the light fantastic from here to Tinseltown. The cost is reasonable. 
buy a package of 10 dance lessons and a pair of red shoes for just a portion of your mortal soul. Red Shoes Dance Studio assures me you'll not miss that little piece, but that's up to you to decide. Red Shoes Dance Studio. We will set your feet a-dancing. This podcast is also brought to you by Laura Packer's 31 Days of Creativity, Comfort, and Care. Every hero needs their helpers. Join storyteller Laura Packer for 31 Days of Creativity, Comfort, and Care with daily emails throughout May to help you rediscover your creative path with plenty of rest stops along the way. The course is only $31. Sign up is happening now and closes on May 1st. Find out more at tinyurl.com forward slash 31 days 3C. 31 and 3 are both in numeral. I looked up, straining my neck to see if the captain I knew was on deck of that beautiful floating ship. Someone must have recognized me because a friendly wave and hello drifted over the edge. But they seemed to be in a hurry, and at the same time, waiting for someone. My neighbor came whistling out the door with a bag in his hand. I couldn't help myself. Where are you off to? Ah, well, a short but grand adventure. It's necessary that I make a quick trip to Oz to see the Grand Wizard. It'll be cold enough to give me brain freeze up there, but it's better than going in a tornado. If all goes well, I'll be back in about a week. Lovely. I hope it goes splendidly. What's in the bag? Socks. For darning on the way back. Ah, I smiled. I hope you have a lovely time in Oz. I expect a good story when you come back. He smiled, and the ship threw a rope ladder over the edge. I watched him climb up and waved as it headed off. The second teller for this episode is Lynn Ford, a fourth-generation nationally recognized Afro-Latin storyteller. She's a teaching artist with the Ohio Alliance for Arts Education. She's a writer published in storytelling magazines and newsletters, as well as teachers' enrichment books and story anthologies. A recording artist with award-winning CDs, she is a laughter yoga teacher and a breath mechanic. Enjoy listening to Lynn Ford tell Possum's Tale. Forty days and forty nights the rain fell, and it was only because folks didn't listen for God's voice. Forty days and forty nights the rain fell and the waters rose, but Noah had built an ark for himself and his family. He'd filled it with God's critters, and off on the waters they rode. And after a while, things started to get a little bit boring. Folks needed a little bit of entertainment. And so Noah called his whole family together and sent an announcement out with them to all the critters. We're going to have some kind of entertainment in the evening. And to pass the time, we're going to take turns entertaining one another. Each one of you will find some way to make the others sing and dance and laugh talk and tell and listen to stories so we don't get bored while we riding along in this big old boat. 
And that's what was supposed to happen. And everybody agreed it would be a good idea. Maybe some nights, if someone did a short piece, someone else could join in. They'd have entertainment every evening until they were too tired to be entertained. Sounded like a good idea to everyone except for Possum. You see, in those days, Possum had a long tail, furry and fluffy, just like squirrels. And Possum liked to sleep. That was all he wanted to do. He didn't want to entertain anybody or be entertained. And so when it was coming round to the night when it might be his job to entertain folks, he said, well, just give the job to Ham, Noah's son. I got something else to do. And Possum went off to find himself a space where he could do what he thought he should do, which was sleep. And he pulled that long, furry, fluffy tail up over his head so that it'd be nice and dark and he could rest. And there he lay, sleeping away. <sighs> now, Ham didn't mind doing the entertaining, but he didn't really have a plan at the time. He had wanted to make some music, but he wanted to do something a little different. And he looked around to see what he might do what he might make and he saw some of the pieces of wood that had been brought into the ark to patch up anything that might need mending well ham took one piece of wood nice round piece that he smoothed out and he attached another long piece to that so it stuck out kind of like a handle and then he put some wooden pegs at the end of that handle what he was making was the very first banjo. Problem was, he didn't have anything for strings. And he looked around and saw Possum's long, furry, fluffy tail with those long hairs, kind of long like squirrels, maybe even like peacock feathers, long and stringy strings. So Ham shaved off just a little bit of Possum's tail, strung some of those new strings on his banjo, and then he called folks around to do a little dancing, and the music was good. The music was fine. Folks started having a party. Elephant was bouncing and doing the bump. Bear was scrooching and scratching around. All the critters were having a good time. Snake was slithering left and right, having a fine time dancing. The cats were meowing, the dogs were howling, and Noah's family was partying heartily. Until Ham broke one string and needed to replace it. Well, this was the first time in the history of the world that anyone had ever heard of a broken hamstring. I'm sorry, but you should have seen that one coming. Anyway, Ham went over to Possum and just pulled out another string. Tied that tail piece to that banjo and kept on playing and the music was good it just kept on going on and every time a string would break ham would just go over to possum pull off another hair a few strings or two and retie and restring that banjo 
The music went on all night long until folks were too tired to dance, and Ham's fingers couldn't play anymore. He'd done the best he could. He set that new instrument down, and he and his family and all the critters went to sleep. And when everybody else was sleeping, well, that's when Possum woke up. <sighs> And he felt a little draft, like his tail had fallen away. And he reached down to pull that tail, that furry, fluffy, long tail, back up over his body and up over his head. And as he reached for it, he realized something had changed. And he grabbed hold of a long, skinny, pink thing, the same kind of a tail that a rat wears. All the hairs on that tail had been plucked and pulled and shaved out. When Possum saw what was left of his tail, oh, he fainted. Oh, and ever since then, since the times that the doors of the ark opened and all the critters and Noah's family came back out, ever since then, if a possum sees someone coming toward him, he just faints. Oh, boom, drops to the ground. Because, see, he figures they might be coming back for the rest of his tail. But this tail, it's over. Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Laura Sims and Lynn Ford on the internet. Tell them you heard them on the podcast and now want to hear them tell more stories. You can connect with the podcast on Facebook or Instagram at Story Story Podcast or me at Rachel Ann Harding. The beautiful brains behind the fairy tale sponsor was my love of red shoes. The inspiration behind the true fairy tale was my neighbor, Andy. Thank you for always listening to the podcast, and we can't wait to see you again soon. You can see the fairy tale sponsor ads on the Story Story Podcast Instagram and Facebook page. While you're there, let me know the favorite story you have heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. This podcast is made possible by patrons like you. Consider becoming a patron or joining the mailing list to get podcast goodies or writing a review on Apple Podcasts, which helps other story lovers find and enjoy the show. You will hear more stories next week. But until then, live happily ever after. Mary-Kate opened up the door, and there on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket, was her baby. And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day, when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music from the royal court.